All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hello, America. Happy Saturday. So glad to be joining you. We're going to introduce you today to a very powerful story. A man you might not have heard of before, Sammy Safi. And he is going to tell you the story of his brother, Ahmad, who is a special forces soldier in the Afghan army during the time when the United States was still present in Afghanistan. He, of course, had his life put in danger as a result of the American withdrawal. So many of the Afghan soldiers who worked for us were targeted by the Taliban. Now, Sami Safi is really interesting because he himself worked for years as an interpreter an Afghan citizen who worked for the United States as an interpreter for many, many years. He was allowed to come to the United States illegally on the green card, and he became an American citizen not that long ago. And his brother, like him, served alongside the men and women of the United States fighting forces. But that brother has not been allowed to come to this country. He's being held in a prison near the Texas border, and is threatening to be deported back to Afghanistan, which means he almost certainly will be killed by the Taliban, who does not appreciate any of the soldiers who worked for the United States government. That's a powerful story, and Sammy's going to tell us firsthand what that is like. And then we're going to turn to Eric Pratt, the senior vice president from Gun Owners of America. There are some really significant things going on, including a new initiative in California to micro-stamp guns and ammunition. Eric Pratt's going to tell us why that hasn't worked in the past and what may be afoot here. We'll talk about other efforts to create databases of gun owners. And we'll talk about the big New York case that Eric Pratt's own group has, has fought, which is working its way through the court system. Very powerful case. It's almost likely to show up at the Supreme Court at some point. So two great guests today. One of them, you won't forget the story of the Safi family when you're done hearing from Sammy Safi. And then we will hear from Eric Pratt on the Second Amendment and get a good update on all things Second Amendment. That's our show today. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages from our great advertiser, sponsors, and strategic partners. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower 
your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. As many of you know, I've been very involved over the years in trying to get those brave Afghan interpreters and soldiers who fought along our troops, who helped us through the 20-year war, who put their lives on the risk. I made a movie a few years ago with some of my colleagues about an incredible interpreter named Saber Rock, and it went made him theaters, won a lot of awards, and he eventually got into the United States. Well, another story caught my eye just a few days ago. We all know the tragedy of how America pulled out of Afghanistan with such poor preparation, but there's an extraordinary 
hero left behind. His name is Abdul Safi, and he has not been able to get in this country, and he's been detained as he tried to get in this country after all he did to serve our military forces over the years. And his brother has been fighting day and night to get him in this country, and he is kind enough to join us right now, Sami Safi. Sami, great to have you here. Good to be uh, here with you. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity uh, to give voice to um, my brother's story and and give voice to what he's going through. When I first heard the story and I read up on it, I thought, oh, this has to be a fiction movie. This is like a bad movie that you'd, you'd watch on a Saturday night in a drama show. But this is very real. Walk us through first. Let's just start with what your brother did for the U.S. military because it's an impressive story. I would start with uh, my brother's story. Uh, Abdul Wasi Safi, we call him Wasi in the house, uh, but his full name is Abdul Wasi Safi. Um, so we were, we both grew up in a very uh, struggling financially household, like a very low uh, uh, income because my father was the only one who was working at the house. So uh, we were young. So uh, my when I turned 18, my father asked me to follow his footprints and join the uh, Afghan military. But uh, because I was not um, interested at that time that to join the Afghan military, I you know, went and started working as a translator in 2010 and continued it all the way until August of 2020. And I came to United States in uh, uh, 2015. Uh, so my brother, uh, when I came to United States, my brother was convinced by my father to follow his footprint. This country needs us. We have to uh, give uh, sacrifice for this country and so that this country can be saved from these uh, terrorists and these, uh, uh, I, I call them Islamophobias and, and these uh, uh, extremist people. Uh, so um, so he joined uh, the military after graduating from Officers Academy in India. He went back to Afghanistan and, and finished his special force training by United States special forces and other counterpartners. He, once he finished it, he had to go through uh, so many uh, background checks and trainings uh, in order to be accepted in that unit. Once he, was, once he passed all of that, he was accepted in the unit uh, to be part of uh, the special force commando uh, uh, unit who are going on in missions uh, after high-value targets uh, in northern side of Afghanistan with the uh, United States Special Forces. So my brother continued his job with alongside uh, his uh, American brothers and sisters Special Forces uh, in Afghanistan. Um, so they continued the mission on, all the way uh, until the collapse of Afghanistan uh, to the day that Afghanistan was handed over uh, to the Taliban with all the uh, B-52 
billions of dollars of equipment and, and guns and, and, and all in all, my brother's information, uh, biometric data, and uh, all, everything was basically turned over to Taliban. So the Taliban started using this information, uh, going after special forces and people who were working with Americans. So uh, he started to go in hiding from one place to another, basically uh, to the point that there was nowhere to hide because the Taliban uh, gave an order to people around in villages and, and cities. If you know someone new that moved in or if you know some suspicious activities and you don't report it, you will be part of the part of the uh, punishment that that person will receive. When my brother told me that, he also sent me a voicemail of uh, his one of the person who was working with him who was killed uh, in a, uh, after being captured by Taliban. He told me that the, this uh, destiny will be not far for him. Uh, the day will not be far for him. So. Uh, that he is captured and killed by Taliban. I start making calls around. I start uh, calling everywhere uh, here in America. Uh, and I couldn't go nowhere until I found somebody uh, that told me that they know someone who can give him a visa to Pakistan. Once uh, I, I paid the money and my brother was able to go to Pakistan, once he arrived into Pakistan, we all know that the Taliban's or um, the militias to uh, ISI of Pakistan. So he, when he arrived in Pakistan, he said, "There's a, a, a another game going on in Pakistan where these uh, ISI people are looking and going after uh, people here. And once they find out who I am." Uh, I'm sure they will hand me over to Taliban or something might happen to me here. So um, at that time, there was a, a process of, I call, actually I called a lot of uh, embassies and a lot of consulates uh, around here to see if any country would get, give him a, 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 a place to stay. So unfortunately that effort was failed, and so uh, we also found out that uh, Brazil was giving humanitarian visa. I went to uh, Brazil uh, consulate here. Um, I sent them all the documents of my brother, and they said, your brother has to go to uh, the embassy in Pakistan. So my brother went to the embassy in Pakistan and uh, requested a humanitarian visa after um interview and uh, submitting all his documents and so much effort, he was granted a humanitarian visa to Brazil. Once he arrived in Brazil, unfortunately, uh, he was uh, he witnessed uh, some tragic incidents that he could not believe it. The Afghans, there were thousands of Afghans in Brazil, and most of them didn't know the language or anything. Um, so they were being charged 10 times more than a regular person because they thought that these people came here with lots of money or some sort. 
and not only that, to the point that he said, uh, he said, I heard a lot of women were raped in Brazil, Afghan women. And um, one of the nights he came out, uh, he said, I came out of the, the room that I was there in Brazil. Um, and I was robbed and not only robbed, but beaten in Brazil. And I found myself being in another combat in Brazil. So he he uh, got out of Brazil and uh, made his way to United States. But along the way, he received the worst torture that a human can stand. Uh, in Panama, he was uh, tortured to the worst way possible. And they beat him really badly. Uh, his teeth were fallen from his mouth. His on his right side here, he can no longer hear anything from there because from what something they beat him and started bleeding. To this day, his ears are bleeding. So he reached he reached Mexico after being tortured in a lot of countries, and come to a country that uh, he believed that after all the sacrifice, he and myself. Uh, given to this uh, country, uh, we will uh, be not treated as he's being treated at the moment. He thought that once he arrived here, he will present his documents and he will be um, basically at least uh, appreciated for his service, if not welcomed. Uh, but unfortunately, he uh, got into a situation that is uh, total different than others. The group of people that came were all given a piece of paper to go to immigration court, but him, he was uh, singled out and taken to uh, an investigation and interrogation room where they were questioning him every day uh, for the past three days that he was there. After that, they told him that they will send him to ICE uh, detention, but unfortunately, they uh, did not do that. They sent him to a prison in, in Del Rio, Texas. From Del Rio, Texas, the judge uh, and the system uh, basically uh, uh, charged him uh, with a misdemeanor and uh, sent him to Eden, Texas. And he's now in, in prison in Eden, Texas where he is facing deportation after uh, serving his time in prison. He is a man who, after everything he gone through, he's, he's going through this types of uh, uh, treatment from a, a country that we always say, America will never leave its allies behind. Uh, and, uh, and so many more things that we always say but unfortunately, uh, after all the efforts, he's still in prison and he's uh, being ignored uh, medical uh, help uh, in any kind. And uh, th uh, 23 hours in isolation. Unreal. I want to just remind people so people understand. So. You worked as a translator. You came lawfully to this country with a green card. You became a U.S. citizen about a month before 
the failed withdrawal from Afghanistan that the U.S. military did under President Joe Biden. Your brother then joined Afghan special forces, trained by the U.S. military, served alongside American soldiers. And at this moment, the American government's holding your brother in an immigration prison and you can't get the American government, you and he served to help either one of you. Is that correct? Um, he's actually, to make a, a small correction, he is not an immigration of, uh, detention. He is with the U.S. Marshals. Um, surprisingly, every person who comes to this country goes to immigration process, but him, he have not even been to uh, immigration. They directly sent him to U.S. Marshals and uh, and uh, basically um, processing him for deportation to back to Afghanistan. And has anyone in the U.S. government said why they're treating your brother this way? Do they think he's a terrorist? They think he's committed a crime? I mean, he served right alongside our soldiers, right? So multiple agencies did the background check. We presented the background check to the uh, judge and everyone that this man, he, these are the documents. These are the, uh, these are his documents. These are, and I presented my documents and my father's documents that we, we have left nothing in our family with all the threats that was made to our family. We continue to stand by the military by the United States military. We stood up for uh, for what's right. We stood up so that we can we will never see uh, Taliban or terrorist groups in power in Afghanistan. So that we we stood up so that uh, Afghanistan is not being thing uh, pointed uh, as a country who uh, housed the terrorists who whom attacked uh, nine who made the 911 uh, tragic tragic uh, day in in America but unfortunately our current president uh, decided to uh, uh, hand over uh, Afghanistan after 20 years of war hand over Afghanistan to the same enemy to the same terrorists that men and women of this country fought uh, to eliminate them, to destroy them. Now they're back in power after all the sacrifices have been made uh, by my my brother is just an example. So many people have lost so many uh, uh, their kids, sons and daughters. If we look at the uh, 20 years of uh, uh sacrifice that uh the veterans and 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 military and united states military have given it's it's tremendous uh i mean i i don't understand how clear i can say this and how i can um uh, say this in a very clear way uh when when um when I'm facing in this kind of uh, situation, I uh, I was uh, called uh, a traitor, an infidel, for working uh, as a translator, uh, as a translator with the United States military. I uh, ignored all the threats and all the challenges, and I continued my job because without a translator, 
I'm sure the veterans and active members, they know that without a translator, they were not going to be able to go on missions and uh, and continue the mission for so many years. So for a decade, I stood up and I continued working, uh, never quit and never um, said no to any mission or any situation that I was in. Even to the point after the vehicle was blown up by an IED uh, that I was in, I continued my job. And I said, I, if I don't continue it, if I don't do it, who would do it? I was in a place where very few people were able to survive. But I said, I can make a huge difference. I can save lives. Uh, and I continued my job. My brother's job was also very, very important uh, to the military, to the unit. He was an intelligence officer. He was trusted by American Special Forces, by Afghan Special Forces, because his job was to make sure everyone who is in the mission with him goes back home safe and goes back home alive. And he was making sure that they're aware of the threats and intelligence information that he was receiving to make sure that they, he is, uh, all his colleagues and uh, American brothers are back in the base safe and alive after finishing the mission. It's unreal. And uh, you have veterans organizations helping you, right? Ben Owen and others. Everyone has been able to vouch for the identity of your brother. And the government can't describe why they're trying to deport him, right? They won't tell you why. Um, they have no reason to deport him. That's why they are not commenting on this. They have no reason to treat him this way. That's why no one has commented from the government. Do you have a theory what's going on, why they would do this to someone who's so helped to a family? Because it's both you and your brother have helped our country. Why would they do this to someone like that? Uh, it's a very good question. Um, the question that I have not been able to find an answer for the past uh, three, more than three months that I'm searching, trying to find the answer that why Oh, why, uh, and himself is also asking the same question again and again. He did the interview with the FBI, with everybody, and they confirmed his identity, his background check, and his everything. Uh, and, and, and to this day, it is so surprising that um, why he's going through this, why he's being put amongst uh, criminals and drug dealers and uh, why he's been put amongst those when 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 thousands of people are, when thousands of people are being let in into this country without any vetting without any background and my brother comes with a background that he was expecting a uh, hero welcome at least uh, uh, at least a recognition for his service at least a recognition for his service but i think that's how if uh, if 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 our government and uh, uh, give this type of recognition for service uh, of people like my brother i'm sure no one outside of america will trust american government or 
our mission and around the world. And your brother has a court appearance coming up in a few days, is that correct? He has a court appearance coming up uh, in a few days. And January the 10th, uh, he has another court hearing that's coming up, um, which um, I, I don't I don't know when they would uh, what they would do to him. He was asked to plead guilty and serve his time in prison. But my brother says, what am I pleading guilty for? What crime? I need to know my crime before I plead guilty for. And they're failing to ex explain his crime to him. Thousands of people are being let in in this country without any problem. And look at the crime rates going skyrocketing in a lot of cities and yet a person who gives everything for this country who have nothing left within him is still in prison and being treated as a criminal it's really remarkable sammy and your support for your brother your relentless efforts to get him justice and to get him into this country for the work he did is admirable. We're going to be covering this at Just the News day in and day out until we find out what's really going on here. So, Sammy, we're going to get you back on the show in a few weeks, but I want to thank you for sharing what we already know. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Um, honestly, these past couple of months has been the most stressful um, uh, to me, and um, I really appreciate those who are supporting um, my brother. And so, because I'm sure everyone knows uh, that um, uh, the cost of fighting these types of battles are very high. And so, his medical condition is getting worse than ever. I created a GoFundMe uh, for him, uh, and I titled it Help, uh, Help Wasi Safi. W A S I last name Safi, S-A-F-I, so that we can uh, uh, contribute some support uh, to him uh, in the case of him being released in the future. Really important for people to go check that out and for us as reporters to stay on this story to find out and get the truth of what's happening to your brother because it does not make sense from the reporting I've done and from the people I've talked to there is something going on here that just doesn't seem right. And so, Sammy, we're going to stay in touch with you. We're going to keep reporting on this, and we hope to get you back on the show. And hopefully the next time we'll have a, some good news in the update of what's going on with your brother. God bless you, and thank you for the time today, sir. What a great honor to have you on. God bless America. Thank you so much. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Eric Pratt from Gun Owners of America. We're going to get a big Second Amendment update. A lot of big cases working through the courts. A lot of concern about an initiative in California going on. We're going to get the scoop from Eric Pratt right after these commercial messages. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. 
You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back, everybody. There is a continuous fight regarding the Second Amendment, and in my opinion, uh, it's absolute. But to liberal minds, it's just merely a suggestion to keep and bear arms. Well, our next guest has been on the forefront of the fight to keep and bear arms, and he is none other than the Senior Vice President of Gun Owners for America of America, Eric Pratt. Great to see you back, my friend. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to both of you. So good to be with you. Yeah. It's great to see you. And, and you know, I, I want to start on the topic of California because I live out here and I have to admit that with all of the gun restrictions here, sometimes I don't pay enough attention because I just know uh, that that our Second Amendment rights here are being stripped away. But I saw this story splash across the Just the News uh, webpage about this microstamp database that California uh, is going to be implementing. Talk to us about this, please. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is something that's been tried before. Uh, It's a proven failure, given the multiple ways for criminals to get around this. This is where the idea that when a a gun is fired, that it leaves basically what you might call a fingerprint on the shell casing that can then be registered and tracked if criminals use it. Well, what's interesting is that New York and Maryland registered hundreds of thousands of shell casings for over a decade using a, a slightly different approach, but neither one of their laws solved a single crime, not one. So after a dozen years, both states repealed their laws after wasting millions of dollars in implementing them. Honestly, This is the track record of all gun control. It's a waste of time and money trying to control criminals when the only thing that really controls criminals is keeping them in jail. You know, California, uh, where you live, Amanda, has the highest number of mass shootings in the country. If they really want to control crime, then they should stop making it so difficult for decent citizens to carry firearms. You know, in 2021, 49% of active shooters nationwide were stopped by good guys with guns. And if you want to imagine what that looks like, think of Elijah Dickens, who stopped a mass shooting with his Glock after only 15 seconds, which is far quicker than police can ever get to a crime scene. That's how you control criminals. Yeah, they're absolutely right. And I think a lot of people are beginning to wake up. There's an interesting disconnect because you have all of these blue states now doing everything they can to push gun ownership. You have a president who says he wants to get assault weapons banned back in place. 
But there is an amazing poll that came out over the holidays. More than six in 10 of voters would prefer to live in a community where people were allowed to own and carry guns. The disconnect between what the American people want and what elitists are trying to uh, impose is really striking at this moment. When do Democrats realize this is a losing issue for them? Well, when they start a getting defeated at the polls and B, when we start uh, defunding gun control. That's one of the things in this year that we're going to be looking to do uh, once, uh, you know, they get a speaker and once, uh, you know, they, they start uh, getting their agenda passed. We want to defund a lot of the gun control that they've been working uh, you know, in this last omnibus that passed in December, it was absolutely outrageous. They stuffed 12 gun control provisions in there. This is the kind of thing that we want to work to undo. So there's certainly a lot of work to be done. And, uh, you know, we're just grateful that at least one of the chambers is not in anti-gun Democrats control. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, I, I don't want to be an existential nihilist when it comes to Democrat policies and gun control. So I, I will just ask, does it matter if Democrats realize that gun control is a losing issue? And by that, I mean, is there some philosophical reason that they would plow through regardless of the polling on it? Well, I think they've typically done that anyway. Uh, so, no, you're absolutely right. You know, we're not going to convert them on the issue. Ultimately, it's going to have to be uh, an issue where the American people get sick and tired of the rampant crime of criminals being thrown back out onto the streets. You know, recently we saw that uh, a dozen cities had uh, uh, homicide records. They were all uh, Democrat controlled cities. I mean, this is what happens in these places where they restrict firearms and they're uh, trying to defund police and they're throwing criminals back out on the street. And it just comes down to, you know, people need to get fed up with this and put in uh, somebody that's going to really represent uh, the their interests and not, you know, uh, uh, Bloomberg's interests, who's trying to impose gun control and defund the police. Uh, once you get that, uh, then we can see some real change happening. Yeah, and there's been real change on the gun rights front. A lot of states moving to open carry. To uh, uh, There's going to be some new ones this year. I think Virginia might be on the cusp of having a conversation like that. Bring us up to speed on all the places where gun freedoms are expanding. Well, it's been really exciting. Two years ago, we saw five new states adopt constitutional carry. That means that uh, as according to the Second Amendment, shall not be infringed. You can, if you're a law-abiding citizen, you can carry without permission. So two years ago, five new states adopted it. Last year, four new states. So now we're up to 25 states, half the country. And by the way, uh, you know, you're, uh, th these are some of the safest places that you'll see in the country. It's not law-abiding citizens who are committing the crime. It's the criminals. So this year, you mentioned Virginia. That'll be one of them. Also, Nebraska and Florida that we know of so far. Here are three states that are uh, going to be pushing constitutional permitless carrying. If people want to follow this, you have the, our website on the screen. Go to gunowners.org, sign up for our free email alerts, and we'll be keeping people abreast of what's happening, not only in the, these states, but in other states across the country. Yeah. 
Big news. Yeah, Eric, um, Alabama was one of the states that enacted permitless carry on January 1st. And I was there and I instantly felt safer on that day. Amazing how that happens. I wanted to ask you, though, the the trajectory of crime in America, obviously, in in liberal cities and states, crime has increased. It's not quite as much in the news cycle, though. I'm wondering if the trajectory that we saw during the summer of love, uh, if that trajectory has remained the same, which is going up. Well, I think we are seeing crime at elevated levels, crime and murder. Uh, I, I don't know that that's abated much, even though it, it's not being reported. And I think you're right. I think it gets to a certain point where the mainstream media reporting on it, uh, it, it doesn't help their cause, uh, part of which is, uh, you know, pushing gun control. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Report. So glad you can join us. So grateful that you were part of the show today. A big thank you to Sammy Safi. If you are interested in what's going on in his family, you got a pretty darn good update. And it really does show that the failed withdrawal from Afghanistan 17, 18 months ago continues to reverberate. And there are victims and humans whose lives are endangered and impacted by what happened there. It is an ongoing saga. It didn't end in August of 2021. It is one that continues on today, as so many of our guests have made as a point on this show over the last year. All right. Enjoy tonight. Enjoy the great weekend. Tomorrow, for our Sunday brunch edition, I'm going to bring you a two-part exclusive interview with the former Capitol Police Chief, the man who was there on January 6th. He has some pretty big revelations to talk about Nancy Pelosi, the role that politics played in thwarting a better security plan that day, and so much more, including answering the question, why were the National Guard turned away when they were offered days in advance? He confirms it happened. Chief Sun's going to give us that. Bill O'Reilly, one of the greatest journalists in America, is going to join us. Congressman Troy Nels from Texas. We always love when he comes aboard. He can talk about January 6th, about the election. We'll get a good read on what's been going on with Kevin McCarthy. Brian Schwimming, the brand new Wisconsin Republican Party chairman. He's got a great story to tell. And we're going to finish with an amazing interview we did with the former chief of special operations for the Drug Enforcement Administration. They have a lot to say about what China has been trying to do in our country with 
fentanyl. We're going to have all that tomorrow. So tune in. We won't let you down. We'll have a great Sunday brunch edition. Until then, may God bless you. May God bless this extraordinary country of the United States. Happy Saturday, everybody. We'll be back with you again tomorrow. In the meantime, check out justthenews.com. When you have a news fix, we've got you covered 24-7. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bike. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey.